um, how many people were lynched. I did a video talking about, you know, them using babies for alligator bait. I, I, I spoke about how, you know, they tied um, horses to black women, pregnant black women, and let the horses run in two different directions, it's, splitting them apart. buck breaking as well. We all believe God is white. That is the most... That is the most powerful figure. Facts. That when is the most powerful up, figure in the universe. Up. Yeah, I thought God. I got when God, I was God, growing God, up, that's the image. That, like that's the image that we get, right? That's because we've grown in a Eurocentric society. Mm -hmm. People say white privilege doesn't exist, and I'm like, the reason why you say that is because, like you said, you've not been to Nige, <laughs> right? Yeah. You've not been to Nige, bro. The guy was on the stream, uh, fresh Myron, with a KKK hood on doing monkey noises. Oh my God. Saying, oh, these black people are this. He's a good, he's a good nigger. I'm watching, I'm thinking, is this Red Bull content or is this? And there was one time where I was at a club, something along these lines, and someone else from the street saw me at this club and saw me kissing this guy. So. New questions every day, how's a brother supposed to sleep? Listen, I give younger books. Trying to educate myself as I'm running through these streets. There's no such thing as black and black crime. You can hit us in the DMs if you want the smoke. Pew, pew, pew. Not sure where the conversation's gonna go. Hey, did you do your research? Yeah, I wanna know. That's the life of a domino. It's the domino Go on. I just think some people have their vision of the world in terms of their plan and what they're looking to execute is so large that these sacrifices are necessary to get to the end goal that they're looking for. So killing your mum for someone who's more moral, who has like a, a normal plan in life would be like, okay, that's wrong. But for a guy who has like world domination, the occupation of the, like of, they're willing yeah. to sacrifice yeah. massive, massive and, things. And you can't get nowhere without sacrifice. But then, like I said, there's parts of the human family that if in, from studying history that want to world dominate, that want mm. to dominate other people. There's other parts, people that don't. They just say, oh, no, I'm cool, I'm chilling in my village, bruv. Like, that's the nature of the hierarchy though, isn't it? Yeah. So that's, a, that's why you reward those type of people with power to help to elevate everybody. Because those people, unquestionably, are the ones that take us in a, but then, a certain direction. But then power corrupts, man. Like, ultimately, it they, always they power, power, power corrupts, corrupts absolute man. power corrupts, absolutely. Yeah, but, like, it, yeah, it just, I don't know, man. Like, Humans are just scary. Man, They're bro. very scary, brother. They're just scary because once someone has, once someone has a plan of that level, and they're willing to do anything to achieve that plan, that's when the scary stuff starts to come out. Look what happened to Trevor Bauer the other day. You hear Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Bauer, the M, the baseball player what in America, the woman who he was two years ago he got accused of raping this woman. Yeah, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. He's bro. had the whole trial. What's come out in the trial? Her text messages to her friend, bruv. She was just like next victim, Trevor Bauer. No, that's what she texted her brethren. And her brethren just like you better secure. You better secure the bag. This one. Oh, I need to get daddy to choke me out to secure the bag. She's texting this back and forth to her brethren, bro. He got, he got, he got, um, he got you know X from the team and blah blah blah. And he's like, no, look at this now. He's got found not guilty, but I, I'm just saying. I, you know, do you know that level of fucking evil? Yeah, but you know why he got off? Because he, no, the reason why it dragged out, but he got off. You know, usually people just do like um, a settlement yeah. to get out of it. But he's like, no, if I do a settlement, then he's going to look, look guilty. So he's just like, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't care if it X is my career. So like he's not played for the last two years. And then obviously because he didn't do the settlement, he can talk about it. Yeah, he you, can talk about it. Usually when people don't talk about yeah. it, the settlement and non-disclosure is yeah. two-way. So it's not just to protect the um, 
potential suspect is also mm. the victim. He's like, I don't want to sign a settlement and then I can't speak about it. So he's just like, no, I'm purposely going to fight it to the end. And they release everything and it's fucked. Text message to you. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> like, like, like the video of where she supposedly got graped. No, she's the night that she supposedly oh, yeah. got graped. There's a video of her, her in, 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 her, in, in, in his bed while he's sleeping. And she's just like she's smiling. smiling. She sent it to love. one of her parents. But remember, she said she was violently attacked. Yeah, violently attacked. It's mad, bro. I need to check this story up. That's terrifying. It's mad, bro. For money. For money. This is what no, I she mean. texts. She texts her friend, net worth 51 mil. Oh, you better secure the bag. Them kind of texts back and forth. When you already, have you know? a plan, yeah. then people are just stepping stones to achieving Huge, your goal. Exactly. Exactly. And his whole career got fucked. Fin and he, does he get some kind of like... She ain't got no money. Who's he he's, he's the 50 million Where's he the money from? Like, where's the reparations for that? She has to go jail, bruv. Hopefully. She has to go jail. And there needs to be laws and policy in yeah, place for that, those jail. type of things. Because it, I don't think it's fair on both sides. It's not, it's not fair on men and women. Because for the women who legitimately go through these mm. troubles and are smeared by things like this, and this is going to make, well, it's, it's, it's probably making headlines already. Of course. What are we Terrifying. talking about anyway, Daily? What are we on? Hmm? What are we talking about today? Uh, the fall of pearly things, man. The fall of pearly things. Yeah, man. <laughs> Has there been a fall? Oh, I don't know. Like, there hasn't. There hasn't been a fall. Uh, numbers have gone down, but obviously it's more to see your. Side. They haven't, really. No, no, they went down for a bit after after um after, <laughs> after everything me. happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> after no, after. But she, I checked the other day. She was on two like she, before. She was on over two million subscribers. Now so it's like what? It's below two million. Like, well, as in her subscribers have dropped. You're saying? Yeah, like a lot. Like like maybe four hundred k ish. I can't really. Yeah. Numbers, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't look. I don't look at them. No, I still I still chat to every now and again. That's just, no, no, because I like to. I, I just keep tracks of other like people in the industry see how they're doing mm. they're subscribed and like yeah I just pre and like yeah it's definitely I don't know if the engagement but the follower count is definitely dropped. Mm, right. um, am I, I, I alright for the mic? Is the mic yeah, alright? But yeah in today anyway intros welcome Sarah welcome back you've been what this is third time third time? The third time you don't need to start paying me man yeah <laughs> honestly but I think I think you're the it's most no one's come back three times yeah, so there you go. Nah, nah, I enjoy it though. I'm not gonna lie, because I enjoy it. Nah, man, I love talking to you, man. I enjoy always, it. It's always a vibe. Always a vibe, regardless and, of where we are. And I feel like with the way the Nava spoke in our last release episode, I feel like you want to come and you have your. Who? Sorry? The Nava. Oh, I don't know who that is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Come and welcome, welcome again. But to my left, got the vegan warrior, the plant based dickhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got the tattoos out today, yeah? Huh? You got the tattoos out in the list. Which tattoos, bro? The quads. Oh, you talk too much, yeah. man. Well, the, the, the neck one, the neck one's gone. Where's well, it gone now? Are you hiding it? <sighs> you hiding What's it? wrong with this guy? Uh, you know, he's, he's upset because I didn't run to him and say, hey, daily, I got some tattoos. No, I'm just, just, you're showing the guys now. Bro, bro, I'm wearing shorts, bro. Yeah, and you're just trying to sh show, man. 1999, come on, sick. Gang, gang. You're actually a waste, man. This is why your hair's falling out, bro. We got burner boy for wish. This guy was building a zoo earlier. I should have told him rub the weed in your head, bro. Yeah, but I heard that. Actually, the hair. the molecules. That's it, man. I hear that still. Yeah, don't take up biology, innit? We got Sir Ed's, aka Edicus. You know that goes. We're here, we're here, we're here. And you got me, the most masculine host of the pod. Don't ever let it. Look, he can't say it because he knows yeah. he's chatting shit most about masculine most masculine. Host of the pod. Jesus Christ, it's been a while. But yeah, me, aka Dells. Mr. Dells Short now. Boy, five foot five, five foot six on Tinder. 
But he's got a girlfriend now, so he's no longer on Tinder. Mm. Uh, you, are you, you've got a girlfriend, but are you still on Tinder? I just oh, what's know. wrong with this guy, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Expose, you know. You know what I mean? This so guy's always trying to do something to draw a man out. No, I just want to ask. Like, you, what are you trying to ask? I just ask, are you still on Hinge now you've got a girlfriend? Huh? huh? This guy's... Hang on, he, said, he, went, he went from Tinder to Hinge, you know? So you know what I mean? So, so you're on both. I'm on multiple apps now. No, I'm asking, I'm asking, I'm asking. With a gal. It's I'm crazy. I'm not that type of brother, is it? I'm just, don't, don't do them things, is it? I'm just asking. I don't do them things. I'm just making sure. This guy's been doing me Yeah, what? What was going on here? <laughs> yeah. Sit my Maggie in peace, blood. But yeah, we're in today. Thank you for joining us, Sarah. No problem, brother. No problem, man. Uh, but no, we just wanted to talk. I think a lot of the people on the internet were just wanting to know, really. And I know you've spoken a lot about it in your channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really happened with, with with pearly things? Like, why did... What was the decline? Because obviously, we've seen, we've spoken about it before, but I think I've had... I have my view, but it's kind of to see... Well, uh, I think I addressed a lot of it in my video, mm. I'm honest. Oh, excuse me. Um... Yeah, uh, I worked with her for about a year and a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie knows because Eddie was kind of there as well mm. um, in the later stages. But yeah, I was there for about a year and a bit. I saw her grow. Um, and then I saw a change happen when mostly when she got a new management who she, you know, said that was linked to Candace Owens. Yeah, he manages her, I believe. That's what she said to me. Um, I can only go by what she said. And yeah, then when, then came the, um, for me, what came was the, was the employment of a lot of black people, mm. um, which like I said, on the surface looked great. Black people getting employed. Mm. Um, but it was the attitude that she took towards those people that kind of made me feel a little bit mm. and I use the term plantation I use the term colonization and colonizer mm. and I use it for a reason um I use it because that's what I saw I saw for me her be like top of this colony and with all of these like black employees mm. and then and then came the Nick Fuentes interview which she told no one about I had no idea about mm. and I was working with her on a weekly basis um, it seemed like it was like a move by her management to kind of shift her in a different direction. Um, oh, into the, like, the right wing conservatives? Yeah, space. into that space. And who's um, Nick Fuentes? I saw people... So Nick Fuentes is an, is an admitted, who said, um, I don't say known, I said admitted racist and white supremacist. Because mm. if you admit to being a racist, it's different to people saying, oh, I know you're a racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't say that you're a racist, then you know it's just an opinion. But if he says he's a racist... Mm. To me, that's kind of different. So, um, yeah, he says he is a racist. And um, I watched the interview. I watched her laughing with him, kiki keying with him, talking about slavery, how it's embellished, talking about her, her quote-unquote Africans. And I was just like, you know what? Nah. Um, I said prior to that. I think what? For after people, that, sorry. That people don't know you as well. I think the reason why it probably hits phone is because before you were in the pan-African space, you was very for... Yeah, I, I, listen, I've, I've always been for the forward advancement of black people, always. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm not a hater. So I'm not like, oh yeah, hate white people, blah, blah, blah. Mm. White people can't do X, don't work with them. I'm not the one of those people. Mm. But I'm a person who says, okay, cool. I don't mind other people. I don't mind Chinese people, Arab people, white people. I don't believe everyone is a quote-unquote... Um, crazy racist like um <laughs> Nick Fuentes is mm. right so yeah after uh, after um I've always said 
I've said it in my video, but prior to that, I was kind of said to myself, I'm not going to work here for much longer anyway, because I was seeing some things that I weren't really comfortable with. Okay. And after that, and I met with her, met up with her after Nick Fuentes said, what the hell was that about? Um, she proceeded to act innocent and then offer me a contract. And I was like, that's not what the conversation was about today. Like the conversation was supposed to be about what was going to make Fuentes. She offered me this contract. I listened to her. And like I said, I said, I thought the contract was a joke. Do you know what I mean? And I just went home and I was like, I think I'm out. And then the video came out. And that was that. Do you think, so you, you mentioned as well, and I find this quite interesting because I was, I was when that whole thing happened, obviously people knew that I was used to be a recruiter. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people were saying that, um, they didn't realize I was the recruiter, so yeah. So, so they just thought these people appeared on the on the on the platform mm -hmm, mm -hmm. through her or whatever. So when I started speaking out on it, got invited to a few podcasts and whatnot where I, I spoke about it. They talk about what you mentioned about um, there's a lot of black people being employed. Yeah, all, all of us stuff was black. So do you think that was on purpose or do you think that was just a circumstance? Because me being brought on, mm. I just thought it was a natural um, transition from an enjoyable episode that we did together. Because you you reached out to me to say, come on, yeah. the Just Pearly Thing show. Mm -hmm. we had a great show. She mm. invited me back. Mm. And then after that, she was like... I'll I, I, I tell you what it is. I think the danger is naivety. From whose side? From her side. Okay. I, I understand how the podcast game works. You do. I think naivety when it comes to race, uh, mm. as, as I said, was the... Um, and I don't pull the race card. I generally don't pull the race card. I Excuse me, I don't like, oh yeah, everything's racist. That's just, nah, not, that's just, that's just not my bag. You're the last person to do that. But when I see something raise its head, I believe that I, I should have the right to speak about it. Mm. And so I think that on in, in that instance, when it comes to Pearl, I think she's very naive. I don't think it's all malicious. Naive to employ all black people? No, naive to when they when she speaks on black issues or about black things. To say slavery was embellished. I done a video talking yeah. about, I, I done a video talking about when during slavery, um, how many people were lynched? I did a video talking about, you know, them using babies for alligator bait. I, I, I spoke about how, you know, they tied um, horses to black women, pregnant black women, and let the horses run in two different directions, there's, splitting them apart. Buck breaking as well. Right, you had the buck breaking, you had the, the, the sex farms, the, the, all of this kind of stuff. And I was like, how can you say it was embellished when all of these things happen. Mm. Yeah, because that's not embellishment. That's not embellishment. Yeah, because when you look at embe embellishes, like it's you've kind of taken it out of context. Of right. something that it's not. Mm. She could say she could have used different wording to say that some of that I trust there was atrocities committed, but not to the same level level as as put out into the ether, so to speak. Mm. But to say embellish is almost to say like, it's a false sense. As yes. Those atrocities never happened. Never happened. Do you know why though? But that's, that's a naivety because she didn't know it. She doesn't know any of that. It, it's, it's, mm. it might be naivety, but she would have, so to play devil's advocate, how mm. she put it across was that she read testimonials of slaves who said that under the rule of the slave masters, mm -hmm. that they lived pretty good lives. And when they were made to be free, a lot of them went back to their slave masters. If you've, if you've not known a certain way of life for 300, 400 years, well, yeah. No, that's, no, what, so that's what's, so that's that's what's why, called that's stock, why, that's why that's called stock syndrome. That's why she it, it, completely agree. That's why, she, but that's why I should call it embellishment. So it's like, it's almost like with what people do statistics where they limit the, the flow of information to make one point look more valid than the other. Mm. So her thing in this situation would be, well, 
these lot clearly liked their circumstances if they went back. Well, that's really, it's naive. But, 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 yeah, okay. Let's talk about the naivety. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, I get it because that's where the whole Jim Crow thing comes in is where a lot of, so they emancipated the slaves in America and then after the emancipation, they, they created a law called busking where basically if you weren't working mm -hmm. then you could be put into prison mm -hmm. and you'd be put into like forced um, labour camps which was basically... Indentured servitude. Yeah, exactly. Enslavement again. So mm. it's just like... They're just like, oh, I better go back to my slave master because then put, put yeah, then go to jail and then actually be forced into labor. Into. At, le at least I have some kind of choice yeah. and I can control the terms now. Then what well, I could have been, you're pretty much in slavery again. But I said it's, it's the naivety. You don't know all of this information, so to speak on it, you're naive. So do you, you think you don't know much? Do you think it's a situation and to laugh about it as she, well with a guy? Do you, do you think that it's a situation where she don't know or she purposely? It ignores certain information because that I know too. I know even when I've I watched your you, this was like when you thought was still good and you did the, the reviews with her mm. um, and you'd question her on on, on colonization on, on colonization yeah, yeah, yeah. it was I don't I don't believe it was a situation of ignorance a situation of well I don't agree with that side of history uh, what it was for me is that you, you know when you're so far removed from a culture. Mm -hmm. Um, however you interact. There's a lot of people that interact with a culture. Especially but, black culture. It's especially whole... black culture, but don't care to understand the historical context of the culture. Okay, yeah. That's what, that's what it seemed like to me. It seemed like she was very, you know, she was very down for interacting with black people. And, you know, she wasn't going to call anyone the N-word or nothing like that. But she doesn't have the historical knowledge to say certain things and speak on certain things. Mm. So as someone that employs so many black people as well, yeah, you, you, it would seem like you'd be more for black people than what you actually right. put out there mm. when you're sitting down with people like Nick Fuentes as an example. Right, mm. exactly. And then, you know, I saw the thing with her friend, Gabby, who, mm -hmm. who was with King Riches. I fuck with Gabby. The way yeah. she defended King Riches yeah. like, like, and told Nick Fuentes, that, that was like, yeah, see yeah. that there? That's kind of like what you should have been doing. But Pearl didn't. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And Pearl allowed Nick Fuentes to curse out her friend about having a black partner. Why? Mm. Why did you not come to the defense of your friend? And that's why I said- Yeah, but you know the one thing I want to be careful here, and I understand where you guys are going with it, but I don't want to get into this dangerous argument of where you're a racist unless you're anti-racist. Because she, to, in her defense- but I, don't, I think no one's no, called that said that though. No, what I'm saying is in Pearl's defense, she can't be held responsible so I'm with you, man, in terms of what's coming. can't be held responsible what, for what? I'm saying, I'm with you, man, in terms of she can be held responsible of what come, come out of her mouth in terms right. of ignorance. Right. She can't be held accountable for what comes out of Nick Fuentes and how she reacts in that situation. Th that's fair. That's, that, she, she's a podcast host. She has to allow him that's to fair, have, but, as an opinion. But, but you laughed at certain things that yeah, you that, that, that is wrong. Do you know what of I'm course, saying? Of course, that is what I'm saying. We can't hold her absolutely accountable for what comes out of his mouth or how she... No, he's, a, he's his own person. You know what, though? That, She's, I, a, well, she's a podcast, so she I, has to I allow people think, to speak. I don't think Pearl's racist, to put it out there clearly. I don't think she's racist. However, I don't agree with the statement that someone can't be held accountable for not speaking out on something when, one, it's your platform. Mm. Two, you're the one who's allowed the person to say it. So not acting is also an action. Do you get what I mean? So when someone is making a point about something, you have the obligation to or not to to interact with whatever the person's saying. Mm -hmm. To not take a side is still is still 
performing an action. And I think it's like um, silence is violence, what they were saying. N non action is still a problem in the situation. So mm. if, if someone's sitting here today and saying Daily's hairline is fucked, bro, mm. <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and, and have it. Mm. If I just sit there and allow it, someone's sitting there cussing you out, mm. you're going to be like, bro, you're meant to be my guy. We work together. Mm. Mm. Are you just going to sit there and let man deface me mm. on camera mm. in front of thousands of people mm -hmm. and not say nothing? But then I'll be like, but bro, I didn't say nothing. So how can you hold me accountable? Mm. You'd be like, brother, shut up. Mm. I like no, but what I'm saying, what I'm talking, what, what, what we're talking about is accountability in terms of friendship. We're talking about accountability in terms of offense, in terms of to to the general pop. So we, me, me it might affect me and you's relationship, but to other people looking outside, they might be like, he doesn't know him anything. But me and you, we have a problem. But so, well, so but, but it was her friend though. Hmm? Remember, Gabby was. Yeah, her no, friend. no, but this Gab, Gabby. Let's put part that to the side. I'm saying what came out of Nick Fuentes' mouth. Mm -hmm. Forget him, but what he was saying about people of color, mm -hmm. Pearl cannot be held accountable for that. For no, but I don't. I don't think that's what people are saying, though. I don't but think that's she what she did. She, saying. But she did. She, but there's a level of podcasting. Mm. She probably knew that he was probably going to say something crazy like that anyway, because mm. she knows his history. But even if she and it, and it was going to probably Maybe. get views. Mm -hmm. So it's like you kind of knew. It's like getting someone. It's like getting someone on that you know is crazy. You get them on because you think they're going to say some You're crazy say stuff. Crazy. <laughs> they're going to say some crazy stuff and it's going to be good for views. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, eh. mm. while you can't control what's coming out of the person's mouth, I agree with you. You know why you got them on the show. Mm. But what I'm trying to say is, in terms of, uh, sorry, I don't want to keep going at the point. Mm. It's not her responsibility. How she handled, now handled, how she dealt with her friend, how she handled how... She have really and truly, her actually saying something by laughing is is a response. Mm. That mm. is complicit. That, that being complicit, mm. yeah, I'm 100 percent with you. But because he went and said the madness on her platform, mm. you can't just be in this this frame of holding everyone. Had had, had this been a conversation about grape, would 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 it be a, a similar conversation? What do you mean, sir? So and, I, not, and not race. If it was not race, and this was about grape, so mm. let's say person in question was a known grapist, mm. and he's sitting or down admitted. Talking, admitted rapist mm. and he's talking about graping people mm. and she just sat there mm. and said nothing mm. or laughed about it my, my, or, or even yeah. worse laughed about that's it. what i said but one, one, I would said, that person not be held accountable no, but one thing i said is the laughing that's a response that is a response that's what she can okay, be so held accountable let's, let's remove the laughing even if mm. the person not laughed but you're sitting with an, a rapist he's talking about grape says he grapes mm. and that's what he does he's admitted to those things but should i tell you, I tell you the, the main caveat that's different Talk to me. is I'd like to say most people in society would be educated to say grape is wrong. As we've discussed now, her knowledge of what Nick Fuentes is saying, can we categorically say Pell knows better than what he was actually saying? In terms of some of the points... Well, what would you say to that? I don't know. With some of the points, like, for example, when he's from the clips, I remember him saying, who made the point of slavery in Belish? Was it her or was it him? It was... It was... It was, but it was, I think it was him, and then she agreed. Exactly. So this is my point: is from her agreeing, she actually doesn't have the, the knowledge. So that's why you can't. That's why I said naivety. Compare the two. She's actually, she's actually an ignorant individual in, in comparison to when you're sitting down with a grapers. You know what's right and wrong. I can't categorically say that Pearl actually knows. I don't think she does. And I, but the thing is, on I, that, I think, I think, I think you're, you're, that's too much benefit the doubt because it's like we know when it comes to racism and conversation about race that this stuff is wrong like so it's like but i don't think she knows i think from reading that thomas soul material she generally thinks like it's, i think she's generally ignorant on it. yeah but they said that's the na naivety and the ignorance mm -hmm. so, and, I, and, that's like, why I, and even with like for example racism as a side like for example 
as you said, being an admitted and say an accidental, like mm. someone like say Nick Fuentes or say a Mark Collette who op- upward is, who outwardly says, mm. this is what I believe. Yeah. And you shouldn't be, black people shouldn't be with white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take a different view and a different stance than the local guy from-, from Then, Billy, then, than, than then say a Tommy Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the local- Or the local guy from Billericay who'd be like, oh, these black people, mate, they're just coming in and there's always knife crime. All right, you don't understand poverty, causality. So I'm going to take a different stance because mm. you, you're actually ignorant than to to know and then still to have that opinion. Mm. I put you in a different box. So that's, why, that's why I say Nick Fuentes and Pell are different. I just think Pell's ignorant. Whereas Nick, he he, he knows- He knows what he's doing. He, and he knows what, what he feels. Fair, 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 fair. Yeah, so. It's probably Michael with the same. That's all I really have to say about that, really. I think it's already been said in my video. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Do you think she's racist though? No, nah, I just think she's ignorant. I think she's ignorant. And I, my point. I don't think I do not feel Pearl like for spending time. With but the thing is, I don't think. She's but the thing is, I, I also don't know. I don't think she's ignorant. I, I, I think she does this on purpose. But do you know what? I'll be real. Do you know, I also think. I also think there is a level of subconscious superiority that a lot of people have that they don't know exists until they're in a certain situation. Mm. And so <laughs> even breaches the <laughs> right. And so when when you're putting a if if so instance we're four black guys in here, mm. right? And so we've had an experience as black people. If you bring a white person in here with power, right? Who is probably cool. Don't get me wrong; they're not a racist. At some point in time, the dynamic will shift to them being the one in power, or them feeling that way. What, 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 are you theorizing that's based on race? Or what are you um, uh, yeah, 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 because... But why? That's, I, I, quite, be, be, that's because, because hard his, line. Because historic, I think historically, certain peoples have been put in positions of power. Okay, so we look at the subconscious conversation. Subconsciously, we all believe God is white. That is the most... That is the most powerful figure. Facts. That when is I'm the most powerful up, figure in the up. universe. Yeah, I thought God. I got when I was growing up, that's the image that, like a that's white the man image that we get, right? That's because we've grown in a Eurocentric society, mm-hmm. right? It's not something that is a bad thing or a good thing. It just is what it is. I'm not saying that it's bad or good. So, if you grow in a society where God looks like you, and you grow in a society where you know that you are subservient to God and you don't subconsciously that dynamic happens. That makes sense. Mm. I've been to, I've been to South Africa, right? Mm. And that is the first time that I actually saw white people treated as God. And I, I'm talking about post um, apartheid. Right. What do you mean white people treated as God? I couldn't believe the way white people were treated. The same thing in Nigeria. When you go, Nigeria, I couldn't believe it. Land, I was like, land, why are you land, treating this guy yeah. guy like he's God? What is going on? Landing liquid. But, but a lot of the time it's, it's poverty that does that. It's, if, if I look after you, then you're going to look after me. Like, just give me a ten on them. Yeah, no, so no, no, when no. I land in Nige, the if they, fuck the black people, they're running straight to the white man. Ah, let me take your bag. Do you want a taxi? That's colonization. You see? Mm. Because that's the history of colonization. The history of um, God being white, all this kind of stuff. A lot of black people, in my personal point of view, don't realize their subconscious conversations that go on with white people. And I think a lot of white people don't realize the subconscious conversations that go on with them with black people. Mm. That's just my personal point of view. No, I, I, I'm not saying that it's an, a malicious thing. I, I want people to understand. I think a lot of what we see as racism today 
is not conscious and malicious. I, I agree. I don't think it's conscious and malicious. I, I think, I think that, it's a programming. Yeah, 100%. That all comes down to your level of self-awareness because mm. what you're saying now is a situation of if you was truly a person that reflected within about your your experience in the world and how, and how you come to be in the world, even from like an epistemological standpoint, you'd understand that what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Because mm. if you actually looked within, you'd be like, okay, cool. Like uh, with, the, with the example of Nigeria, even a normal white person, let's say just visiting for just a normal holiday, is greeted by a, pr- <laughs> like a, a, a plague of just bare black people saying, ah, mm. oh, naturally, that's mm. going to inflate your ego somehow. Of course it is. Why would Subconsciously. Subconsciously, 100%. Of course it would. is. Like you'd feel like a G. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you know, at first I thought you were reaching me. Then when I actually think about it, like when I go to Nige, when I've seen, like, for example, my sister's quite a lot fairer than me and she looks mixed race. Like, they'll just, like, when we go to, like, Ojo Legba, go to, like, the slums. Right. They'll, like, be giving her marriage proposals. They're like, oh, my God, English yeah. girl. Da, 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 da. Angel. Ain't that, like, I'm just like, really, all you've seen is fair skin. And yeah, 100%. Then you've already but they they so, see yeah, a ticket to freedom. <laughs> but the thing is, I, this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying... This is the thing. When I talk, when if when I talk about race, I try to talk about race without the oh my god, people need to die, someone needs to hate, someone. I don't do it like that. I look at it. I try to look at it objectively and say, okay, this is what has been happening historically, and these are the results of that historical thing. So I think what a lot what happens a lot of the time, especially with white people, is they it's like they don't want to admit that this history ever happened and they didn't gain. And this, and I, sorry to cut, but it's when a lot of people talk about white privilege. Mm. People say white privilege doesn't exist. And I'm like, the reason why you say that is because, like you said, you've not been to Nige. <laughs> right? Yeah. You've not been to Nige, bro. You put that still. You've not been to um, South Africa. You ain't been yeah, there. Yeah. You can't tell me white privilege don't exist if you ain't been to Nigeria. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you mad? Yeah. Of course white privilege yeah, yeah, exists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even, even like the remnant. Uh, remnants of be of the whiteness. So even my cousin, he wanted me to open a business with him. He was just like, "Oh, because you're British educated and cause you yep. look a bit different, and because you've got a British accent." Like mm-hmm. any, if you go to any benefactor and pitch them an idea, they're gonna mm-hmm. want to invest because they just see you as just seems smart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even though like you have no credentials to your to your name. Mm. You see, these kind of conversations. Sorry to cut you, but these kind of conversations I would like to have with white people in the room mm. because I don't think that when I talk about race, I'm malicious about it. I don't think I'm like, yeah, but you know what, you're white and blah, 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 blah. And a lot of people, a lot of black people get that. Oh, well, you know, you're just white. And they feel attacked. I don't want to attack white people, but I want to have the conversation though. See, but I think- in the, I want to have the conversation. I think you're right in that sense, but the difference is, is that when a lot of people are confronted with the truth, it's very uncomfortable. It is. So, so to have that self-realization that this potentially could be me makes me feel disgusting. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people want to avoid that at all costs. 100%. So whilst it'd be, it's, it's a good idea to have, I think regardless of how you put the message across, it's still going to make me feel uncomfortable. And for those people who are willing to go through the un- discomfort to come out on the other side, fantastic. But mm. a lot of people aren't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You're absolutely right. I think that's a lot of the time. I've been called a quote unquote reverse racist before mm-hmm. right meaning that i'm i hate white people basically and i'm like have you got anything from what i'm saying have you got hatred from anything that i'm saying reflection all the way but i'm just like i'm not saying that these people should be they colonized or oh, kill them blah, blah, blah. but i want to have the conversation about race Do you ever talk about reparations yeah i've spoken about reparations and I, I said my idea my my idea on reparations is do black peoples in america specifically deserve it or are they owed it yeah, I would say they are. Um, 
Correct me if I'm wrong, if United Americans in, they get reparations, don't they? Yeah, they should get reparations, right? I, I swear they... Oh, get, yeah, they got the... They, res- get, they did get something. They got something. Yeah. So I'm saying, if you've historically given people reparations, Jewish people, Japanese people, Native American people, why wouldn't you give them to the black people, right? So I believe you're owed it. My thing is, you ain't going to get it. It's not, but it's not commercially viable. It's never commercially viable. 10% of the US is black. How do you do that? You're crazy. Yeah. Are you thinking they're going to cripple their economy for you? Mm. No way. So I'm saying, if you want to go ahead and listen, I'll get you. you you're, I get you. You're owed it. You ain't going to get it. Because the bottom line is, nowhere on this planet have any people generally got up out of oppression because someone said, you know what? There you go. There you go, mate. Don't worry about it. Mm. It's normally taken, or there's normally some kind of quote unquote revolution for it to happen. And that's always you don't my, just ask to be free. That's always been my grapple of with, with black people. And this is where the conversation starts to caveat because a lot of us are just lazy. We want to be given stuff as opposed to working for yeah, it. Yeah. Because the reality of this is like if if reparations were something that we really sought after, then coming together to actually unite properly to establish ourselves in particular industries and and, and and demand these things would seem way, way more viable if we actually put the work in. But a lot of us are just sitting there coasting through life and saying, well, white people this and white people that. Like, brother, what are you doing with yourself anyway? It's leverage and power. I've always said, you're not going to get anything you don't have leverage or power. Facts. There's there's, there's certain groups that rather than t- to sit there at the... The, the foot of the oppressors, the yeah. people begging for crumbs, they empower themselves and then make it so that they're so financially strong as a community that you can you cannot deny them. You can't deny them. You can't this, deny and them. This yeah. is where black people across the world globally we fail at every level, socioeconomically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and that's one of the problems I have with those people that call themselves FBA, Foundational Black Americans, Tariq Nasheed's people. I've had a conversation with. Well, I had a back and forth with Tariq Nasheed. Oh, hmm? not because not not personally. But I reviewed something, I said something, I said black people in America are going through an identity, an identity crisis. Mm. They're Hebrew, they're Ados, they're FBA, they're... Muslim. Muslim, they're all of these things, but then they're African-American. They're, they've got so many different mm. um, like uh, facets to them. Identity. Identities. And I said, it seems like they're going through an identity crisis, right? So Tariq Nasheed came out and reviewed the video and said, oh, this guy's British and this guy's... I think I saw that video. Do you know what I'm He's saying? All this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah. look... If you're, if you're, if you're, but in their head, sorry to cut you, if you're yeah. not African American, you're against them. So if you're a real African, you're the life of a, somehow colonialism has affected African Americans more than actual people in Africa. Mm. And if you're British African, oh, you're from the Queensland. So, you, you're so there's this idea of who's the bigger victim here? Yeah, basically. It's, it becomes a victimhood Olympics, victim, doesn't it? Victim, exactly, victimhood Olympics. Who's winning? And that's what I'm saying. I, I think African Americans, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I did a video saying black people in the UK, have one foot in another country, at least. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? If you're from Zim, you've got one foot in Zimbabwe. If you're from Nigeria, you've got one foot in Nigeria. If you're from Jamaica, you've got one foot in Jamaica. You've got somewhere to go if the ish hits the fan over here. I said, African-Americans don't. They've cut so many, they've cut all their ties and said, Africans are this, Caribbeans are this, blah, blah, blah. It's like they've got nowhere to go. And I'm saying, so when that shit goes down, you're going down with it, bro. I think even Africans who, because Africans will usually travel to... Let's, let's say Nigerians, for example, these travel to the West, either America or, or the UK. And their experience of schooling in America compared to the UK is unquestionable. Yeah. Like they all say growing up in the US school that they were just bullied, they big lips, your hair. Mm. From other black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From other yeah. black people. Yeah. So, so, so those same black people want to grow up and then say, well, 
I'm African American. Okay, in what way? Because the people that you're supposed to be looking after, you bullied, and now you're looking for a home, and there's no home for you. So what's going on? Well, this is the thing I've always said. Like, that's one of the things I always say. I want African Americans to prosper. Like, I want black people around the world. I don't care if, where, where you're from. I want you to prosper. But it's like, if you're going to, like, hate on other black peoples from around the world, I'm just it like... makes no sense. Because, what, you want to be the big, bigger victim? That's our generation, though, isn't it? Everybody wants to be a victim of something. Because it alleviates yourself of having to take responsibility for your own actions. Tell them, Eddie. But, but lead, like, leading back to it, do you think, like... Now, do you think that people have woken up and smelt the coffee in terms of Pearl's ideologies in terms of ignorant? Do you think it was right to label her as racist? What do you feel? Uh, no, I, f- I see a lot of black people still going on her show. Mm. Um, I see um, her still, I guess, you know, having black people on her show. The thing is, I'm not going to lie, I don't concern myself with it that much nowadays, if I'm honest. It was, it was a, excuse me. Fizzy drink. It was a time that I done something, and now I'm on to the next. And it's funny because, sorry, I'm bringing it back to me. I've noticed that throughout my time in the social media space, what I do is that I just go into arenas, conquer them, and walk out. Mm. Like when I was at Speaker's Corner, I just went there, did what I need to say, conquered it walked out when I was doing my interviews with like Tommy Robinson and all these other people mega man and whatever I conquered it and just walked out and then I did the whole red pill space conquered it and walked out because I don't have a desire to like lead a certain section I just realized I I don't but I my, my thing is I don't want people thinking so mad like I think people call it a sigma male or whatever. I don't want people thinking that there's no one out there that can do that can't do what you do. Mm. I'll be like, oh no, I'll show you I can do what you do, and then I will just leave. <laughs> it's weird, right? I'm just like, what you think you're the bad boy? All right, cool, but I'll show you I can compete with you, and then I'll just leave. I think I don't know what it is. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what it is. I think part of the problem here yeah, is that per- just pearly things rise made it seem like that's where your rise came from. So, for the American audience. So a lot of people, even even a lot of people that joined the conversation space in the UK, because a lot mm. of people would yeah, say a lot that, of people still uh, that it's just the, the, just the, early followers. Just the buzz that's going around is like because you were so good at doing what you did in terms of the, the red pill communication, mm. to the point where that was what people knew you for. Knew me for, yeah. So then when so so now then that things that, that the, now the pearl thing happened, a lot of people are asking, like, okay, what's next for Sarah? And mm. they're thinking that oh you might have made the wrong decision going against Pearl based on the fact that right. they assumed that that was all you had to offer. Mm. They didn't know about your catalogue of work prior. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's fair because you can't, people don't know what they don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? For me, my thing is, I, I know I get bored. When I talk to my clan all the time, I'm just like, I'm bored of this, man. I'm bored of that. And they're like, you're always getting bored. And I'm like, I do. Like, If I'm in somewhere and I feel like I've said what needed to be said, I feel like I can't keep repeating myself because I, I just get bored. And that's the red pill space. And that is a red, and talking about the red pill space, sorry to cut, but there's the red pill space has morphed into, to my in my view, it's morphed into absolute fuckery, absolute nonsense. There's this dude called Zerka. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah, red pill, yeah, he's yeah. called Zerka in the red pill space. Oh, he's terrible. And all he does is just shout, he's always high on coke. He's, he just shouts women down, calls them hoes and all this kind of stuff. 
but he gives all of these, the same women that he calls hoes and whatever, gives them attention. Do you know what's crazy about I'm Zerka? I'm just like, what are you doing? Bro? Do you know what's crazy about Zerka? And, and what is interesting about the red pill space and, and, and the, the connection between Zerka and the, and the red pill space is that he will say the same stuff that someone like Kevin Samuels says, mm -hmm. but then be a madman at the same time. Yeah. So for, for Zerka's rose to fame, similar to what Pell did, like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. But he's absolutely crazy. So he'll come on. The last thing I watched of him was on Adam 22's thing, and he was he was said, "I'm I'm high off coke. I'm I'm, I'm I've been on this on a five day trot, just going ham." But then he would then talk about women, and then say the same stuff Red Pill guys would say, which a lot of the stuff does make sense, right? But coming from you, I don't really know if this you're the right person to follow when when it comes to these type of conversations. Yeah, and 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 I think what's happening is that the the men I've said the men of today, the young men of today, are lost. Yeah, there's a lot of them that are lost and they need direction. Zerka is... What's his name? John Zerka? Yeah, that's the one. Bro, he's it, got like 3 million subscribers. Bro. Yeah. Oh, and and, and in, the, in the space of six in this, Yeah, it's crazy. And it makes you wonder whether it's a plant, but mm. like you think to yourself, do you really get subscribers that fast? But... He's what, entertaining. He's, he's entertaining. Very, very entertaining. He is entertaining. Oh, this hench guy. He's just beefing everywhere. I remember this. Sorry, he's got 150k. Sorry, but he's got, got another channel. Yeah. So yeah, he's but, a madman. He just says absolute rubbish. But this, but this is what I'm saying. This is what the red pool space has become. And so, if young men are looking at this guy as their leader, it's just like this guy's a cokehead. Yeah, and he's a cokehead, <laughs> literally, right? And he likes to just shout women down. And I'm not saying that what he, like I said, bro, even a broken clock is right at least two times yeah, a day, yeah. innit? Of course, he says the right things, but he's a Crazy cokehead, and he's shot. The women he shot, but you say that though, and that's the problem with red pill because it, it doesn't require intelligence, it just requires regurgitation, right? So, a lot of these right. guys will hear, Oh, men are this and women are that, um, a man deserves this and a woman deserves that, regurgitate that information, and logically, the information makes sense. But the right. lifestyle the individual perpetuating the conversation doesn't make sense, doesn't make sense, of course. So, Zerka's a fat cokehead, yeah, he will just go sniffing coke for five days straight, then you will cuss out OnlyFans girls, yeah. And then have an OnlyFans and then girl have an on OnlyFans the stream. Girls as a wifey, <laughs> as his girl, like his, his girl, his girl at home is the OnlyFans girl that makes content. And all the people that are watching him are cussing out these OnlyFans people. And I've said, but after the stream, the woman on OnlyFans is subscriptions gone up. Mm. So who's subscribing to these girls? Hey, it's the same guys. It's the same guys so that the are cursing them out. It's just for gays. I'm just like, bro, this is some hypocritical craziness, bro. Makes no sense. Now for me, like I said, I got into the Red Bull space because. I was going through court battles, right? Um, I I saw the way the system treated men and it appealed to me. So I always advocate for men when it comes to their children, court, divorces, all of this kind of stuff. But that, I'm not a part That's of That's not it, Because everybody, I, I, be I believe, everyone finds the red pill space through some kind of trial tribulation. Mm. A lot of men resonate with the red pill space because we've all had those experiences with women in, in, in various ways. Mm. So then it's, that's why it's appealing. But... Like you said, the way it's morphed into this bashing, but not only bashing, it's also co co contributing to the behavior that we're then bashing. Because you're going to spend money on the OnlyFans girl, but then call her a, what do they call her? Stacy or a whole or three or four, four etc. And it's like, okay, which side are you sitting on, my brother? Yeah, yeah. But, and, and, and my main grab of the Red Pill is that there's never any solutions. If the, the, people really? that do, the people that do bring certain solutions, right? You can talk about Andrew Tate, right? Andrew Tate's got his Hustler University. Now people can say, oh, some people say, oh, it's a scam, blah, blah, blah. Nah, I, his thing's legit. Right, okay, cool. So it's legit. That's what you said, right? I don't know. 
Sorry, because I haven't checked it out. No, one guy that I know, I feel like he's credible, told me he signed up for it. Like, it's more a situation of like self-development. It's like, that's but that's how, a solution. Yeah, that's a solution. It's self-development. That's what I'm trying to say. So there are people that are doing it, but the people that are getting um, given the baton, they ain't got no solutions. They just want to shout women down, bro. Mm. Mm. Now, the thing is, I'm, I understand being within that space that there are a lot of women who are dumb. Yeah, I understand that. There are. But the formula now is to get dumb women on. Slam dunk on them. Slam dunk on them, bro. And then look like the, you, you've won. You're the dude. I'm just like, oh, bro, come on, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's an easy formula, brother. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to play basketball with a five-year-old and dunk on it. It's like, ah, I won. It's like, bro, of course you won, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Of course you won. Like, so I'm just like, that type of formula is just what the Red Pool space is about now. Oh, well, what's your views on um, Auntie Jenny and King Richard? Well, I, my views on them, I don't have problems with them. I loved Auntie Jenny. I think she's like, gangster. I don't have problems with them, but um, like I said, I all just spoke about the contracts and they came after me after that. They just went after me. I'm like, all right, cool. I, I didn't respond. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just like, I'm not going to beef other black people on the, on the internet. That's just not what I'm about. But the mad thing is, yeah, and if, you, if, and if you're not okay with me to say this, we can cut it out, is that you warned King Riches. And what you said came to pass. Bro, literally, <laughs> you actually <laughs> warned the brother. Bro, like I pulled him aside and I just said, bro, remember I, I put on my video that um there were those parties and I was like, this party's a little bit weird, bro. Like, I don't know why the guy's in the corner filming and I don't know I don't know what this is all about. It's a bit weird. I'm not saying it was a quote unquote sex party, but when they got people up doing the board games and all that and it's all sexual, I'm just like, I'm not with this, bruv. Like, I was with my missus at that time and I said, said to her, listen, we're leaving soon. Yeah, that's long. Like, I was like, we're leaving soon. Do you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that time, I pulled him to the side and I was like, bro, there's a lot of very influential people in there and you're getting a little bit drunk up, blah, blah, blah. Just be careful, innit? Like, just have your wits about you. I said, I'm a little bit older than you. Do you get what I'm saying? Have your wits about you? And he was just like, no, 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 but man knows, bro. Like, man. I was like, all right, bravado. Cool. Don't worry about it. Now, I've now left the Just Pearly Fizz network. I'm like, yeah, well, of course, bro. Oh, when, when did you leave? He left like months oh, ago. Yeah. Like, a, a couple months after me, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, 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 why? He, said, he, he's, he was saying that their direction is, her direction is the same direction that he's going in. And I was like, I saw the direction. I said, I was, I remember, I was with her at least once so or twice cut, a week. She cut all her talent. Jenny's gone, Richard's she's, she's got, remember the girl that, that was, I forget her name. Um, is it Christine? Christine, the girl we, we had the interview and she was adopted. Oh, yeah, Christine. So yeah. Christine's her new talent. Oh, okay. Is she black? White no, girl. white. British girl. No, Christine's good though. Yeah, no, Christine, she's doing bits. She's doing bits. She does like, um, she's like a, like a presenter. Yeah, I've seen her. So like now do you see the flip? Do you see the... The okie doke. You oh, see that she well, had to go into a different space. Because that's why I asked if the talent was black or white. Yeah, no, no. But Red Pill was always at a finite time. She was always going to have to pivot. It was. But that, that's what I saw. I was like, I can't. And this is what was. This is what really peed me off in that time, right? Because me and show, me and Pearl had our show together called The Great Area. Mm. She had a show called um, The Pre-Game. Mm. And it was three days a week. Our show was called uh, The Great Area. And people would lump it all in. So when Pearl's on her show doing craziness, kicking out girls, you can't find no show with me on there like that. You can't find one. Because I came with the with all of the um 
the things that we're going to talk about. It was my show. Mm. We're not going to be doing that. I'm not kicking people off the show and blah, blah, blah. That's not how I roll. But people are like, oh, you're on the show. And I'm like, that's not me. But I just got lumped in with it. Do you know what I'm saying? I got lumped in with it. So it is what it is. Mm. It is what it is. No, it's interesting because like, we always said Red Pill was going to have a fine out time. But I think, I even see like Sneeko, what was that? That American guy, mediocre tutorial, something, something. MTR. MTR. I like MTR though. But everyone's leaving that space now. Everyone's like, the space is dying. Obviously, you got the fresh and fit. You got demonetized. They got. Oh, is it? Is it? They're fully done. I don't know. They're still making content, but I know they got demonetized. I don't know. Well, that's what happens when you start doing being a KKK member. What? Excuse me. Excuse me. What? You never saw what happened. Why they got demonetized? No. No. I thought to do the gambling thing. No, brother. The guy was on the stream. Uh, fresh Myron with a KKK hood on doing monkey noises. Oh my God. Saying, oh, these black people are this. He's a good, he's a good nigger. I'm watching, I'm thinking, is this Red Bull content or is this some kind of comedy? Why, why would you ever do that? Bro, because what, in, in my personal point of view, money and fame and status are given to people that don't generally know how to handle it. Mm. Now, anyway. Yeah. And when they get it, they revert to who they are. So he's that type of guy to make them kind of jokes. You know, like, you know when you're around your boy them and you do stupidness? Mm. He started doing it. He's like, he's around his guys and just doing the stupidness. I'm Mm. like, bro, you don't do that on camera, brother. He's doing monkey noises with a KKK hood on. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? And he's got Sneeko on and he got, and then he got Nick Fuentes on, got Nick Fuentes on. Bunch of black women and telling them, say the N-word, say the N-word. And he said it. And everyone's like, oh. Who said it? Nick, Nick Fuentes? Yeah. Oh my God. And I'm just like. That's unbelievable. And all the black girls are laughing. I'm just like, this is not red pill content, bruv. This is, this is not what we are here for, guys. It's, that's you building a cult. Right. I, so, didn't, know, I didn't know that was a Yeah, reason. so that's what. Why, 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 you're going to get demonetized for doing that kind of stuff. Oh, gladly so. Yeah, you definitely deserve that. So. You know, it is what it is now. But then that's cancel culture and we don't, we, we believe in that. No, no, I'm not saying that it should have been cancelled. I'm just saying there's levels to everything and there's rules to everything. Bro, that's not, that's no, not that, even that, part that, of... That, but that's actual racism, bro. Yeah. Mm. You can't as a white guy just be calling people... But Myra's not white though. No, he didn't he say for Nick to say it? Like, oh, the Nick to say oh, Okay, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. For Nick to say it. Yeah, you can't just be out here addressing black people on YouTubers. Them word and expect. And 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 but and in in a jokey setting, it's like, bro, that's not a joke, bro. Mm. We know who you are. And Nick and the thing is, Nick looked a little bit nervous because he's around a lot of black people. But they were like, no, go and say it, go and say it. My 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 my. And I was and I was like, and they started laughing, and I was just like, no, nah, I've lost wow, my shit. Wow, like that's crazy, bro. I've lost my shit. But see, America come different because the use of the n word is just too prolific. It's too prolific. Yeah, mm. yeah. So so. Depending on if you know if you had a Pan Africanist in the room, you might have went smoky like a someone from the the Farrakhan squad or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like yeah. these black gal are just especially if you're going on fresh and fit, you're not really going. You're going there for clout. You're going there for status. Someone saying the N word probably not going to mean that much to you. Five year olds in a basketball court, no, bro. I mean, we keep telling people facts. These are five year olds in a basketball court, and you're and you're playing basketball with them. Of course, you're going to win. You can manipulate them. Go that way. Okay, I'll go this way. Yeah, go that way. Okay, I'll go this way. Yeah, we need the Kay Samuels back, man. Bro, when Kevin Samuels died, the, the hole that he left has not been filled by It anyone. just turned crazy. Mm. It's, and it went mad. Yeah, but no, but if... if if 
K Sam's is still alive. Pearl and King Richards and the rest, they don't exist. They don't exist. Of course not. Of course <laughs> Do you know they don't that, exist. This, I, I don't exist in that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still got my space, but I don't exist in that space. Mm-hmm. That, that reminds me of One Piece. I don't know if you've watched the anime where it's like when Gold Roger dies, it's like I've left everything in One Piece. That's like, <laughs> it's like K Samuel's dying and everybody's saying, ah, cool, let's all grab pieces of the treasure. <laughs> you know the quote? Mm. <laughs> and that's why they say that if war happens in certain countries, they say, oh, there's a certain dictators in power. They say, if, you know, if you remove that guy, you know, it's a free for all. It's it? a free for all. You say that that guy's bad. You think it's bad now? Remove him. Mm. <laughs> and see, everyone's going to be grabbing for power. That's it. And that's exactly what happened with K what, Samuels. Why, why does Denova not like you? Yeah, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just threw it in. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because I was holding that question. It's just like, yeah. You'll have to ask her, man. Like, um, first of all, she's entitled not to like me. Mm. I don't do the cancel. She calls you Sa- um, Sarah as well. She calls me Sarah. Um, do you know what, on that? Where, where does what, Sarah Garvey come what, from? Thank you, Eddie. I was just about to say that. Thank you. I find it really disheartening that black people call me Sarah and they don't ask the question. Why is a man called Sarah? Because my name is two separate words. It's S. It's capital S, small A, capital R. But that's why I never asked. Because to me, it's not Sarah. It's or Sarah. It's like Sarah. It's Sarah. Mm-hmm. Right. So no one ever asks. Where does that name come from? The name comes from the the Nile Valley of Africa. Sar means son, as in S O N, and Ra means son, as in S U N. So it's a male name. It literally means son of the sun. Mm. I'm dark. I'm a son of the sun. Mm. Right? And so that's where my Poetry name comes right from. Powerful. Right? But no one asks, oh, Sarah, Sarah. So when she's saying this, I'm like, you just sound ignorant to me. There's bro. a lot of power behind my name. There's you're just power in the name, you're bro. You're throwing shade on. But you're just, yeah, I'm just like, oh, I can't. I can't do it. And that's a lot of our people do it. Like, could they, we're so far removed from Africa, certain African cultures or black cultures. We just think everything's a joke. Because that Garvey in it, I never questioned because I knew well, it was Gar- something. Well, Garvey's I, from Marcus Garvey. Exactly. So I knew it had something, it, 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 some part of it had something to do with blackness. So yeah. I never questioned it. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, when I saw Sarah, like, it's, there's a space in between. Yeah, there's a space in between. I just never questioned that, but I never caught to call you Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just didn't make sense. But then she's a woman, isn't it? You know women already when they don't like you. Just... But I feel like she's just trying to throw shade at you. That's why she calls you Sarah. But so the thing is, I, you, you asked, why don't she like me? There's things I can say on camera. There's things that I can say off camera. <laughs> she she, she doesn't like me. You'd have to ask her. You blocked her though. Why'd you block her? I blocked her because she was calling me Sarah. Okay. And I was like, you're not going to ask me. And she did it repeatedly. She came in my inbox to do it as well. And I'm like, this was a few months ago now, by the way. Um, when she said something, I was like, why? Because the thing is, I didn't know we had a problem. You know, one of those things that come left the field, like, where did that come from? Mm. Like, I'm like, I didn't know we had a problem. I know why we have a problem, but I thought it was cool. But I'm just like, you've created a problem from nothing. And then I'm, I don't even want to talk too much about her because I'd look weird just being a guy trying to talk, talk about a girl on the internet. Do you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, she doesn't like me for her own reasons. Do you know what I'm saying? She knows why she doesn't like me. I know why she doesn't like me. I just don't, I just don't do the whole slander thing like the lies like oh he kisses little boys and all this kind of stuff i'm just like don't you don't have to lie if you don't like me that's fine 
But don't try and exaggerate things to make things seem a certain way. Do you know what I'm saying? So I know you used to be an actor as well. Mm. And one thing that is always put up on the internet, every time you mm. post something, someone's going to say, this guy kisses men. Mm. For me, you're an actor, an established I actor. Was, yeah. Because what, it was, in, was it Hollyoaks? No, it was Family Affairs. Fa- Family Affairs. on BBC, isn't it? Channel 5. Channel 5, yeah. So it's, you're on a, on a, on a very recognised platform. Mm. Mm. That's what you're paid to do. So for me, it's, it's childish for, me, for people to say. But oh. for me, this is, we're going back 20 years, you know. Did you kiss a guy on, on, on thing? Yeah, my character was bisexual, so I had to kiss a guy on camera. Okay. So what, I. What were the repercussions if you didn't kiss him? Well, it was it was a character. The character was. Um, you ever played a character you don't? Yeah, it? the character was, um, I had a fiance. And. Um, oh, so from the start, did your agent say, oh, you're going to have to kiss a man at some point? N- no, but you, I kind of knew it was coming. I kind of knew. We, 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 were, we were pre-warned like a, like a month or so before. Like, oh, there's going to be a scene where, because the scene was, I was a, my character had a fiance, like I was saying. And at nighttime, he'd go to gay bars. So he was a down low brother. Mm-hmm. And there was one time where I was at a club, something along these lines, and someone else from the street saw me at this club and saw me kissing this guy. So... It wasn't like no tongue kiss. It was, it was a one o'clock in the show, one o'clock in the afternoon type show, yeah? Now, it's not something I'd do again. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's 20 years ago, bro. Like, it's like two decades ago. It was when I was literally coming fresh out of acting school, blah, 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 and this is what I was doing. Did you feel like you had pressure to do that on the come up? Before? No. No, I didn't. What, what I, t- I tell you what's interesting. The reason why I advocate for the reason why I advocate for specifically black men not getting into LGBT roles, right? It's because at the time I was with my first girlfriend, right? She was actually more concerned because I had a fiance. She was more concerned with me kissing her, to tell the truth, than this kiss. But the producers, this is when I realized that there's some kind of agenda. The producers, we never ever saw them. They were like unicorns. They'll talk about them. Oh, Eddie, 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 the producer Eddie, producer Eddie, producer Daily, producer Daily. We'd always hear about them, but we'd never see them. That's not normal. Usually they're active. Bro, we would we knew where their offices were. They would we'd see them in a the corridor once or twice, they're in their office. And then the gay scene came. And I realized they were gay. There was two of them, they were both homosexual. Mm-hmm. And they came down from their office and sat and sat on set to, to watch, watch it happen. And I was like, Yeah, I, I'm not comfortable with this. Is that in hindsight or was that in Yeah, the in moment? hindsight. Okay. When I look at it, like even the day after, I was like, what was that? I don't get to, no one sees them. Why did they all of a sudden come down? And that's when I realized there's some kind of agenda because I'll tell you, I'll tell you what was interesting because the reason why I knew or was told, I used to share my, we're going back 20 years, rah. I, I used to share my dressing room with another black guy. He was on the show. His name was Benji. His, his um, character in the show was Benji. And he's, I think his name was Mark. And he sat me down one day and he, he, came in this, he came in this dressing room and he was pissed off. I said, what's wrong with you? And he's like, listen, bro, they want to make my character bisexual. Now, I just started. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, no, they want to make my character bisexual. I've been on the show for two years. Why would they do that? And I was like, maybe they want a black bisexual character on this TV screen. Hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm starting to realize certain things. And I was like, this is a little bit odd to me. Two months later, he had got his, he, he, he had been fired because he said he was not doing it. Oh, so that would have been your implications. That would, right. And then it was my agent. Yeah, your character is going to be 
but I got fiance. Yeah, they're gonna make you. I said, oh wow. But I was 20, 21. And not only that, it's an opportunity. <laughs> you, don't, you don't you don't know what your life goes off. At, at, listen, at twenty one, I will be very on. In, I will be very honest. At twenty one, acting, you are told do every role, do every role to your best ability, do every role, and you know you never know where it might lead and blah blah blah. And that's that's. I was a naive 21, 22 year old. I wouldn't even say that's naive. It's like when you join a company, would they not tell you the same thing? Take on extra tasks, yeah, do this, do yeah, that yeah. to excel in the company. It's, but I, the it's thing like, is, it wasn't a problem for me because I knew I wasn't like bisexual because I was with my girl. Like, well, 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 like, what about coming back to the ends being, and to be honest, we, I need to put it out to gay people, there's nothing wrong with being the homosexual just because you're mm. a heterosexual male is why we are. Mm. Coming back to your area as a heterosexual man, how was that dealing with? It wasn't. It was, a, it was okay because I had like friends that would rib me about it, like my best friend. Like, you know, see you two were ribbing each other at the beginning. Mm. My breasts were like, oh, brother, you're a batty boy anyway. <laughs> that's what he would say, right? And it was a joke, right? Fine, I'm not trying to offend anyone, but that's what he would say. Like, oh, you're a batty man anyway. You're on TV, bruv. And, they, and it would be a joke. I'd be like, shut up, bro. And then my girlfriend, Simone at the time, she, she would just be like, he's not though, blah, blah, blah. And it would just be, because we were 22, 21, bruv. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. it was just a joke. So... A different time as well. It was a different time, bro. Like there was no like ramifications like that. There was no one on the street saying, "Oh yeah, running me down." There was nothing, bro. Mm. People were hailing me on the street. Because now it seems like you can't see a word about someone bringing it up. But I'd never heard like an address, an addressal of the situation. The thing is, I I, I actually did a video on it um, about six years ago mm-hmm. on a, on another channel, and I always said to people, "If you want to know, because I've addressed it, I said just go and watch that." Oh, no, but I'm saying, but you're bringing up something from 20 years ago. I said, I don't know what you were doing 20 years ago. Serious. You could have been in jail, bruv. You could have been robbing old grannies 20 years ago. I'm not judging you on that now, but that's what people do. Yeah, I do think it is childish, but it's one of those ones where, again, it's a point that people pull out to discredit anything that you're yeah, saying. Yeah, because they don't, like I said, when people don't like you, they'll use anything. The thing is, I, the thing is, it doesn't annoy me, you know? I'm not even going to lie. It's, I'm just like, oh, you're just dumb. Do you know what annoys me about it? And and I get it, you can move forward because you, you understand, but it's because I've done it. Of, like, do you know it, what I mean? It, it derails the necessity for particular conversations, and that yes. frustrates me. Yeah, because you're making a valid point, and the point is very. Um, it, it breaks down whatever contention or problem we're having within the discussion. But someone derails that conversation by saying, "Well, you kiss men," and it's like, okay, now we've missed everything that was important to get. And now that is what people are talking about. No, that's what people you get. What I'm saying, and I, um, yeah, I feel like when you get you were talking about Denalva, I just feel like people don't like me for whatever reason because you know I speak about a lot of women stuff, you know, relationships stuff that they don't like. Women don't like hearing the truth about themselves, blah blah blah, and so they'll use it. And like I said, I spoke about Jordan Peterson before, and Jordan Peterson states that antisocial behavior in women shows up in lies, slander, and reputation destruction. That's just what they do. Because they can't fight you physically. Mm-hmm. And so they have to find a way in which to fight you. And so that's why women say things like, oh, but you got a small dick anyway. You're a narcissist. <laughs> You're a narcissist. It's like, that's how they fight, bro. Like, do you know what I mean? They can't physically fight you. So they need to fight you with reputation destruction. That's how they fight. But and so that's why it, I said it, I don't go back and forth. Women. I think it's even more, well, in this situation, obviously it was the Nova, but I don't understand. It's like, people don't get the fact that people can... They've lived certain lives. You're, you are who you are. It was a job. Mm. And if you're pursuing a career, you're going to do your things that's necessary to excel in your career. Mm. But I'm just saying, it's interesting that people have to go 20 years into your archive to pull, to, to to pull, pull something, something on you. 
That's what's interesting for talk me. Talk about all like, the stuff talk now. Talk about something five years ago. I got ago. 20 years of like, I got hella content. I got crazy content. Hella content. But you want to talk about something? You talk about something 20 years ago. When that, I was, that, that doesn't, it's not even relevant. A baby boy comparative to who I am now. I don't know what she was doing 20 years ago. Do you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't pull it up. And I said, I'm not going back and forth with someone on the internet. Mm. I'm just not. Like, people can ask me about somebody. Same thing that happened with your Pearl thing. I said, what I needed to say. And that was that. People ask me a question. Cool. But if someone says to me, oh, someone's all made a video about you. I'm like, all right, cool. Let them make a video. Do you find it stressful at times? It, when I used to engage. When I used to engage. Because... This is what I've realized about the internet. If you, you can engage with people or not, it's your choice, bro. Yeah? It's your choice whether to engage. I have heard so many different things about me. I've been an Islamophobe. I've been a narcissist, a misogynist, a reverse racist. I've been um, a homophobe, a transphobe. I've been, bro, I've been everything. And if I choose to engage in all of them, bro, I'm just not going to get on with my life. Mm. It does... It doesn't come to me in my daily life. It, I'm talking about when I go with, out with my woman or go to work or blah, blah, blah. It doesn't come at me. And a lot of people think it does. I, I, I would say that. Cause no, because it is a lot. Like I said, every time I, I see the Saragavi comment, there's a string of comments underneath of bare people just attacking you. I but do you know it who does, it is? That gets you. But do you know who it is? It's, it comes from a lot of the Muslims. Mm. I would just be honest because I used to debate Islam. No, I know. I get. I, I do get. I used that. to debate Muslims. Because the first one, when we say we have conversations with you, when we talk to you about to, to other Muslims who so I'll say against you, the first thing they'll bring up as like they'll try use um, homophobic stuff yeah. against you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing they'll go to because that that community is very against it. Do you get what I'm saying? And so we, let's not lie. There's a big um, Muslim community within the UK. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? There's a big. So of course it's going to happen. I don't care because I know who I am. But like I said, that arena, the, and a lot, I always say, hit dogs holler, do you know what I'm saying? Like I went into that space and debated their religion. And in my personal point of view, I made them look stupid. <laughs> they don't like it. So of course, like women, they have to deal in what? Reputation destruction, slander, lies. That's how they, that's how they have to fight. So, and I know that about people. But the thing is, the problem is, is that a lot of people don't know that about people. But do you think, do you think, I wouldn't say it's like all Muslims, I think it's the, the type that don't want to engage in any kind of discourse or debate about their religion. Like the ones that are rational, that will listen to what you have to say and say, okay, fair enough, I see why you have that opinion. Mm -hmm. It's more the type that hate you for having your opinion, which everyone is entitled to, whether they agree or not, no? Listen, I don't know. Like I said, I engaged with that religion for about six, seven years. Mm. I know what I, I know what I, I know what I experienced with them. Mm. I know that people have their own views and opinions about certain people. I went for me. I went. I digged deep. I dug deep into the actual thing, mm. from hadith to Quran to the social culture to everything. You said you read it all, no? More or less. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, I have my opinion on it. I, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not trying to offend people but if you try to engage me with it I'll tell you what I think about it though mm. do you know what I'm saying like if you if you know what I think about it and you don't want to engage don't don't Fair enough. don't mm. do you know what I'm saying it's like if I, I know you don't like Stacy from the street I start asking you about Stacy and then you start saying F that bitch You're, they're gonna be like oh you can't say that but you knew I was gonna say that mm. 
That's what you, you asked me. You verse, that's why you asked me. Do, you feel, do people still engage with you now with regards to... I don't debate religion anymore. Okay. Listen, I haven't done Speaker's Corner and debating with Muslims for That is followed five years. though. It's fo- that's followed. Of course it has. And, but the thing is, that's the internet. And I know that. Mm. that yeah, my, when I speak to most Muslims... They know who you are. Yeah, yeah, I know you're, that. You're, you're, you're on level, like on par with like a Tommy Robinson. <laughs> with the way they talk, the way they the way they bring you up, they just know who you are. Well, so Tommy, I, I would say that's a that's a good thing and a bad thing, I guess. So, you know Tom, so Tommy Robinson is a genuine hate. For you, it's less hate. Like for, it's more like they'll just go straight to reputation slander. Mm. Yeah, so they won't because they know because the way you put your arguments is you're you don't cuss out a people. You cast a particular religion. So. No, I, I critique the religion. Exactly. Yeah, no, I don't go said, for individuals. No, no, no. You can't tell me I've gone nothing for individuals. Nothing you've said has ever been hateful. It's more an articulate way to break down something that they do not want broken down. Yes, yes. yes. And, and their contention is the fact that you try to break down something that they believe is perfect. Yes. So it, it's a completely different situation to, to, to Tommy Robinson. Mm. However, it's like everybody knows Saragavi as the guy that speaks and breaks down. Is but the thing is, I have that's it's so funny because, like you said, got so like I said, I haven't done that for years. Mm. It just, it's just funny because there's certain people that know me for Speaker's Corner, there's certain people that know me for Tommy Robinson, there's certain people that know me for Red Pill. I've just got all of these people that say, Oh, a lot of people don't even know that I used to debate religion. Yeah, a lot of people in the Red Pill are like, Oh, yeah, he's a Red Pill guy. They don't know, well, debate religion. Say you ain't touched that for a long time because I because I've said what I needed to say. I don't go Speaker's Corner anymore. I've never been Speaker's Corner for what, five years? Is it still a thing? Is it still a thing? Speaker's Corner doesn't end. Speaker's Corner's been going for 150 years. Uh, Every Sunday, without fail, for 150 years. There's people down there right now. Sunday today, isn't it? Mm. People down there right now. I saw saw, saw someone was the, someone from the Nation of Islam the other day was, he Uh, was debating Ali Dawa at Speaker's Corner. Speaker's Corner is every Sunday. Don't ever think that it's not. If, you want, if, you, if you're bored on a Sunday, you want to go somewhere and chat, go to Speaker's Corner. Yeah, I'm, it's, it's I'm, there. I'm, I'm going to check it out. It's there. But, but, but Ali Dawa from the... I didn't watch the whole thing, but he tore the Nation of Islam apart, like, because the Nation of Islam is, is there. A lot of it is what they have is, like, black nationalist and supremacist views, which is just made up by... But, is, but in my view, religions in general are, are, are nationalist and imperialist and supremacist. Yeah, for touche. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, yeah. I, I don't... And, and that's the thing, the reason why a lot of people don't like me debating religion, because I'm like, no, all you're crazy. <laughs> like, I'm not going to... If you bring a Christian to me, I'll show you crazy. Yeah, because people say that... It, like, for example, the, the story of Yaqub and the Nation of Islam mm. was made up by the Honourable Elijah Muhammad. Mm. But then, I suppose the reverse argument is... I love the way you still call him the Honourable Elijah Muhammad, like yeah. you're part of the gang. <laughs> were, you, were you part of them? No, nah, no. <laughs> it looks like he was, doing it? Yeah, you, you look like you were. You look like you're in your bow tie and a bean pie, no. brother. <laughs> nah, I, I looked into it and the story of Yakub is another way you can see it as just racist. Like, it's... Shabazz, the tribe of Shabazz and... Yeah, it's just, it's just racism. Like, it's like, basically saying that if you're white, you're evil. Like, that's, that's basically what it's done. I was just like, "What?" And this is what these lot follow. But um, and but but what's interesting is that then you want to the deeper of it, the deeper thing of it goes when you read the hadiths and the hadiths say Muhammad was white. Mm. But you guys are from the you 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 are a branch of Islam, mm. but you don't like white people. But Muhammad was like. But then you go to Farad Muhammad, who was um, uh, honourable Elijah Muhammad's teacher. He was white. It's a white Muslim. 
but we thought he didn't like white people. So white, so a white man gave the honourable Elijah Muhammad the religion to hate white people. Does that make sense? Mm. It makes sense to other people. It makes sense when they're talking snakes in the garden, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, listen, bro, things make sense to people that doesn't that don't make sense to me. Mm. And so, like I said, for me, if I debate religion, I will say it how it is to all people that believe in religion. The only thing I find is that it's the Abrahamic religions that are the superiorist religions, that are the, the imperialist superior religions. Hinduism don't have a problem with people. Buddhism don't generally have a problem with people. But Buddhism, that's more of a way of life than a religion. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Sikhism doesn't have a problem with people. Yeah, well, that's, that's the position that Charon took. It's just like, when you look at the Abrahamic faiths, in some way or another, if they explicitly say it or they infer that we are the correct one. If you look at, say, Sikhism from what I've heard is second man information, mm -hmm. they believe in, oh, you are you guys, we are these guys and you just crack on there. We don't believe we're superior, we just believe in this. Um, When's the last time a, a, a Sikh didn't like you because you were a non-Sikh? Never. Mm. Never <laughs> a conversation. It's but you've heard Muslims say, oh, you're not a Muslim, oh, stuck for Allah, oh, you're going to go to hell, brother. You've heard no, a Christian say, I oh, you're not, Christian. you're not a Christian, oh, you're going to go yeah. to hell. That's part of the reason I stopped going to church. Yeah, my, my, my one of my pastors, he came and he says, ah, if you do not accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour, you're burning the hellfire. <laughs> That's right. Everyone's like, amen, amen, amen. Yeah. I'm looking oh, around thinking, whoa, what? Whoa. So I'm, I'm there asking questions. I, I, I'm always interested. I said, so I'm looking at, I went, I went to a, a, a church. I've been to a lot of different churches. Mm. One of the churches I went to was in North somewhere. Hella trappers there. <laughs> Hella gangbangers. These men are in the church hooded up. That's funny. Yeah, they leave the church and they're drawing yell. So I said, pastor, look, all these people here clearly do bad. They come here, they repent every Sunday. Mm. That, that absolves them of their sins. But then there's a the person over there who's an atheist that's never done nothing wrong. So you're telling me these lot are going to heaven and they're going to hell? Mm. Said, yeah. Mm. I said, okay, bye. <laughs> 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 said, I can't do this. Religion's not for me, my guy. That's a joke thing. Yeah. And I've been to, I, I went to, I tried to find my home. I, I toured church, me and my boy <coughs> Kevin. We used to go from church to church trying to find our home. Mm. And none of these lot was, were making sense. But why is the church sense? not inside you though? That's the thing. Why is it not inside, huh? Why do you have to be inside a church and the church? Because ain't when you? I was raised, like my grandma was a devout Christian, yeah. and the way I the way I learned about it is that this is where you come to show your mm. your 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 allegiance. Mm. But then, like I said, is they, that ego? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But the thing is with me is like once I once I started to become more self aware of the decisions that I was making, there was a situation where I I still believe in God. I still believe in like. A higher, a higher, a higher power. power. Yeah, but I also understand that I believe I fundamentally believe that religion is important for the fabric of society to stop people from doing certain bad things. There's however, rules and values there that however, we can all learn from. I also believe that humans are more intelligent. Our ancient ancestors were more intelligent than we believed that they were. Once you learn how to hack humans, you mm. start to understand the fundamentals of religion. Because in order to control people, you need to create uncertainty and fear. Yes. And if you create uncertainty and fear, you can make people do anything. 100%. And that is the foundation of religion. Yes. If you look at Islam, if you don't follow this and that will happen. Christianity, if you don't follow this and that will happen. And people don't know about death. So you create uncertainty, then you give them a solution to their uncertainty and then they comply. But it's Problem, also necessary. solution. There you go. But it's also necessary in order for humans to go in one direction that we believe in a common myth. Yovanoa Harari says it in his book, yeah, Sapiens. Sapiens yeah. 
you need people to believe in a common myth so that everyone goes in one direction. Otherwise, people are shooting off in different directions. Mm. So I see the value of religion. Mm. But then at the same time, we need to understand that if you understand how humans work, which I believe our ancestors understood. Like, if you look at philosophy, there's no... They new, were philosophers, though. There's no new philosophical They were big philosophers, yeah. These people sat down and observed human nature. 100%. They observed and they wrote it down. 100%. So when I read, that, when I read the book, um, uh, Art of War. Art of War. How old is that book? That was written Sunset, in eight. Yeah, it's true. Yeah? Yeah, yeah? If you read that book on war, that's essentially religion on war. 100%. The stuff he wrote down is stuff Putin is doing today. 100%. So if he were to revere him as a messiah, mm. would he not be one in his own right? Would he not be the next prophet? Would he not be a Why prophet? Why wouldn't he? Yeah, because yeah, everything he's saying now is, is religious. Yeah, that's right. So that, what, does that, what that tells me is that our ancestors were massive, massive observers of human 100%. nature. And when you observe human nature, you can make other people conform to certain standards. And over time, that's perpetuated and you have what we see today. Why do you think the elites use religion to control? This is what I'm trying to say. That's why when you look at, people talk about masonry and blah, blah, blah. You go in there, there's a lot of religious paraphernalia in there because mm. they understand the power of it. And I'm not just saying the power of the God or the devil. I'm saying the power of the control of controlling people. Mm. It's a very powerful thing to control people. And I'm saying- If you look, like, look historically in slavery where they condensed the Bible, didn't they? And yeah. They, and they, they, I can't remember, I can't remember, it was one, I think one Mark says, was it Weber? I can't, it lose me now. But it says religion is an opiate of the masses. Of the masses, yeah. Because uh, essentially if- you're say a slave and you're exported and you're told your life is shit and this is your existence, it's mm -hmm. a shitty life. Mm -hmm. You'll commit you'll commit suicide, your commodity, you won't work to your full potential. Mm -hmm. But now for you to steal a false value into someone saying like, oh, God gives his hardest battles to his strongest soldiers mm -hmm. and tells you there's something, it gives you, it, it drugs you to thinking that there's something better than- 100%. But really your existence is just pitiful. It's a hack. That's actually, <laughs> it's a that's, hack. It's a hack. That's how you yeah. hack humans. That's how you hack the psyche. Mm. Give you something bigger than your existence to believe in and strive for. Because if you don't have that thing, you just. And you're never quite it. You see, I, I read a thing about the rain god, right? And people that believed in the rain god. Mm. Then you'd say, we want rain. Do the rain dance. If you rain dance, we'll get rain. They do the rain dance. There's no rain. Oh, you didn't do it. You didn't do it good enough. Start sacrificing people. You didn't do it good enough. Do it again. All right, we'll do it again. Blah, blah, blah. No rain. <sighs> Guys, are you sure you're doing it right? You start to doubt yourself. Shit, am I doing it right? Oh yeah, bam. Do it again. Boom. It rains. Oh yes. It's 50-50, bro. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's 50-50. It and this rains. Is what, this, is what, this is what people of today are going off. Because I always make the point in saying this. If the if Jesus was to be resurrected again today, mm -hmm. And he spoke to you and said, I'm Jesus. He'd, be, ca he'd be cancelled. I thought, you'd be like, you're this crazy motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, so you'd be To canceled. me, it's like, if you, if today we'd think that motherfucker's crazy, why weren't these same people crazy back then? Yeah. Like, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Not to say, I, I believe that certain things happened, mm -hmm. but you have to remember that the art of passing on stories is is through writing stories down. And what do we do? We we exaggerate those stories. 100%. That's that, That's how they're memorable. 100%. That's how they remain memorable. I'm sure in 500 years time, Martin Luther King will be some kind of a prophet or God or whatever, or name the leader, Ma Malcolm X or Putin, or it, it it will become exaggerated. Yeah, well, they've, they've painted um, Winston Churchill as a, as a hero, even though he was like an avid racist and all the rest of it. That, that's, that's how things happen. It, and it's not to say that people don't do good, 
It's just to say that human beings need someone to believe in. And that's it. And I think that's what we need to understand. That it's, this is this is human nature. Mm. You look, want these you things. look at Gandhi. He's seen as like a deity, but he was like a... He was chopping young bucks. Yeah, he was... <laughs> he was a racist as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was a racist. He was, he was like a Hindu nationalist. He was uh, had affinity towards the caste system. Mm-hmm. He was racist. Mm-hmm. He played with children. Mm-hmm. Um, he abused women in his own family, in his bloodline. But this is what I say. This is one of the things talk about Islam. Mm. One things people don't like about when I say about Muhammad. He had he had a young wife. Yeah, that's a hot one still. Do you know what I'm saying? It's that's hot. Always, that's always a hot kick. Yeah. He, he had to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. But I'll say it. It's fine. He had a young wife, and he also had black people as his slaves. Mm. That that's written down. So when you talk about Gandhi and you're saying, but the thing is, people aren't going to ride for Gandhi like they'd ride for Muhammad. So you can speak about it. And you see how fear, and you you see how fear can stop people from just having normal conversation. It's the hack. It's crazy, bro. It's the hack. Because that fear is like, and what what troubles me is that when you're having certain conversations, someone will tell you, well, this book tells you the sky is black when it's clearly blue. Mm. But if you repeat those same words, the sky is black, Sorry, blue. Even though you know it's blue, mm-hmm. you're gonna go. You're done. But then, but then now I have to defend it. Yes, that's the level of fear, and yes, that absolutely disgusts me to my yes. core. Yes. That it's it's the same thing with man them calling themselves girls and calling themselves man. Is that you want me to believe in this mm-hmm. delusion? Though my eyes clearly, clearly and your sh- eyes yeah. can clearly yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. this shit ain't real. Yeah. Yeah. But because it says this, and you that end up somewhere, is not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. troubling to me. It's truly troubling to me. Like, you know, you know this shit's not real. There's no mm. slice on the moon, bro. Do you see how, how, how troubling this can be in, 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 in any narrative? Yeah, because I can control you easily, bro. And that, people talk about dog whistles. Like, religions have dog whistles, innit? If, 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 you, if you go to a certain place, if you go to a certain place, and I just use a term, Islamophobe, Fam, and there's Muslims around. Smoky certain. Dog whistle, bro. Smoky certain. That's but it, you're it, done out. It doesn't even have to necessarily be just religion. So I was talking to another girl. Yeah, it's anything. Yeah, yeah. And, and Transphobe. Her, 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 her ideology was this, that everything that happens is written. So nothing you could do can help you, make you deviate from what it is you're meant to do. Mm. So I said, okay, so she's telling me she's been great before and blah, blah, blah. Mm. That was just written in your story. That's what's meant to happen. There was no way of avoiding it, blah, mm. blah, blah. Mm. So I said, I could use that same logic to go commit atrocities. If that was a religion, mm. I could use that same logic to commit atrocities and say, well, I was meant to do it. Cause she says everything that happens, happens for a reason. Yes. So the reason that this happened to me was for X and the reason someone's going to a school and shooting up massive massive yep. people. Yep. I'm like, yep. how does that make yep. sense? Because you're validating bad behavior. Yeah. Yeah, but that's probably for her to find, probably find solace. It's a, a cult. In, 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 but, but this is, so I'm, trying to, to I'm trying to use a different example that's just not religion. Is, mm. is anybody that have these ideologies that's dogmatic? Yes. It's problematic for society. Yes. But at the same time, I think with the way humans are wired, we do need some kind of structure. But that's, we're, sorry, too, we're too early in our development. Yes. To just know this by default. 100%. Mm. And, and that, that's what it is. And ancient people for me were more in tune spiritually than the people of today. 100%. Are. Because when you look at the way in which, um, I always look, I, I always take the hieroglyphics for, for example, right? When they say that people had quote unquote gods with animals on them, right? So, Eddie, you're a big guy, right? And so, I'm not trying to disrespect, but I would say, oh yeah, hippopotamus, right? Why not use gorilla, bro? Oh, gorilla. All right, <laughs> fine. All right, fine, gorilla. 
Wolves use gorilla. And then what they would say is when they describe Eddie, and if if you might have characteristics of the gorilla, mm. do you get me? Mm. And so they will just use gorilla to describe you. They'll be like, oh, they saw Eddie as a gorilla. He was like a god. He's like, no, it's a bit deeper than that. Look at the characteristics of a gorilla. People see the the, the, the eye of um, Horus mm-hmm. in Egypt. They say, oh, it's devil. Why did they use the eye? It was the eye of the falcon, right? The falcon had the best sight. They would watch the falcon, see a bloody rabbit, and that falcon will come out of nowhere, zoop. And they'll be like, I didn't even see the falcon. How could he see that? Yeah, that's the philosophical Because he's got the best eye. So they would say, oh, he's got the all-seeing eye. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, so it's it, powerful. Goes, it goes a bit deeper than what people think it, it does. Mm. But as humans, we need to, we need to make things make sense. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. We need to make things make sense. We do, we don't. Because religion is a perfect example of things that don't make sense. No, but that, it, it's... Because there's some stuff that does make sense. Some of the stories, some of the stories I think are so, they're beautiful and necessary. Mm. But then there's other stuff where it's like, this is clearly verifiable. Like we know better right now. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Like every single year that we live on, there's parts of religion that's becoming eroded. And it yes. should do. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. people refuse to accept the parts that yeah. are eroded yeah. because of fear. Yes. So it's fear like, of hell. So we, sh- we should know better, but I, we don't. We, we yeah. choose to be ignorant. But no, 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 but the choosing to be ignorant goes, but if you choose to accept that, it invalidates your whole religion. Mm. And because my belief, can't. and I, I hear that, but I don't think there should be anything wrong with that. Believe in what you believe in, because for me, but then, but then, faith, faith, faith is the things that you can't explain. No, but, but then you, you, I agree with you, that is what faith is. But then religion is also separate from faith. Yeah, so it's dogmatic. It's like if you now accept that there's holes in it, then your religion can't be perfect. Whether that be Christianity, Judaism, Islam, when I'm talking about the three, the Holy Trinity, the Abrahamic faith is like, you can't accept that one of those things. So for example, when my old pastor used to say that you cannot, as a Christian, believe in the theory of evolution and follow Christianity mm-hmm. because when we would have evolved for monkeys and that goes against everything. everything. Yep, yep, yep. So it's just like, I hear what you're saying from a rational standpoint, but you can't then then you're now picking and choosing from the book what is true. So if it's not monkeys in their eyes, which which it isn't, it's actually an ape or a common ancestor, yeah. then it's a talking snake. It, are you telling me these are the two things we got to go by? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? We, you know, we, we got a monkey. See, that's such a violation. That's why people don't like you, the religious That's country. what I'm saying. <laughs> so we got a monkey, we can't go by that, but we're going to go by a talking snake though. <laughs> you're, mock, you're mocking it. Yeah, you're right. Right. What are the views held by... <laughs> But, but that's, that's why people don't like me because I, I give them the option, but that's yeah. the options that yeah, we yeah, got. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. the monkey or the talking snake. Which one? Oh boy, I'm going to have to go with the talking snake. Really? Like the talking snake? Yes. Even right, though you cool. know, but in your head, you're thinking, what makes more sense? Clearly, just using standard logic, you're going to think, cool. But this is what scares me about religion, bro. Mm. That someone would pick a snake. Talking. A talking snake mm. over a, a, an ape. Yeah. It, it's like... Really? And the thing is, we the thing is, I may not know the all the intricate details, mm-hmm. but I've been and seen gorillas, bro. And seen them. I've seen them jump up around, see them stand up, walk, blah, blah, blah. I've seen them take care of their children. I'm not saying that we are from them, but they look kind of humanish though. Or the behaviors. <laughs> the behaviors are kind of even kind of humanish though. You, if you watch that new documentary, um Chimp Empire. But yes. These not go to war and yeah, stuff. They go they to war. Literally yeah. Ride, yeah. They behave very much like humans. Humans, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Again, if you're going based off what we know, because, okay, maybe back in the day, you might not have been able to, in, to, to visualize 
apes behaving in that way? Because mm. where, where, where's the ability to monitor them like that? So yes. you could come up with a story yes. that seems pretty credible. Yes. Or maybe you just had an ayahuasca. Who knows? But <laughs> yeah, it's true. If we can observe these behaviors now, then your ideal should change. You just should. You just should. Like when I was in when I was in I was Sorry. in Canada studying um anthropology. Mm. Um, and we looked at... You studied anthropology? Yeah, well, as part of my degree when I was in Canada. Nice, okay. So we was looking specifically at a, a, a community in the Congo that was, that, that, was, that, that was Muslim. Okay. And they were basically saying that through globalizations, through globalization, societies can change and adapt. But the men in this community didn't want to, the women to listen to radios because what they were saying was that in order to get married, you have to have your a woman had to have their click cut off so fgm oh, yeah so in order to get married you have to have fgm a lot of these women were dying from, yeah they were from dying, the thing yeah. you're just cutting their clicks yeah, off and they're yeah. bleeding out and bleeding dying out, yeah, yeah. so it that it now came out through the radio that and hadith was preaching that you no longer need to do this for marriage this is not what the quran says so the women were hearing this and they were revolting against the men right and then but the men were like no we are going to stick to this because this is right. what we know right so through the spread of globalization, these lot actually benefited, but through staying stuck to the old ways, the, the community almost destroyed each other. Mm. And this is, again, one of the problems of religion. Yeah. If people are able to understand in certain contexts that things are prone to change, mm. then why can't we do that through, across the whole thing? Mm -hmm. mm. Because at some point, the Hadiths interpreted that you had to commit FGM mm -hmm. for you to be um, eligible for marriage. Then mm. it changed. Mm. That that is that is the thing for us. So the more knowledge we acquire, yes, the more things should naturally change. That's right. Why, why are we so against that? But that's maturity, though, and we have to understand that human beings, a lot of human beings, are not mature. The mature person comes into a room and says, "Listen, this is a table and it's got four legs, right?" And then there's a person who says, "I'm going to show you that it's five, and they give you a convincing argument. They show you that it's five. You know what you do? Oh shit! No, it's five. My bad. That's what a mature person does." Mm. Um, another person says, no, 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 I've always known that it's four, so it's going to be four. But they can see the fifth leg now because it's been shown to them. Mm. When, when you get shown the fifth leg, why are you still arguing for four legs? Because you're not mature enough to take on new information and just say, you know what, I was wrong. But at the I same time, wrong. you have to throw in the caveat that this new information also means that your old information might land you in hell and eternal hellfire. Well, that's what we call cognitive dissonance, isn't it? Yes, so. That's what we call cognitive dissonance. So. Listen, I can talk about religion all day long, bro. I'm not gonna <laughs> it's lie. interesting because there's different facets, different components. It's both what we understand, what's changing, and then how we are as individuals ourselves. Mm. I truly believe religion might not last another 100 years. For the I, basic I actually fact, believe this. I believe the same. For the simple fact of the quantum computer. So mm. the, the, the quantum computer essentially stores information on atoms and these atoms cross dimensions. So like they will be able to do massive calculations that we can never do before. Mm. So one of the scientists is that, that Japanese guy, um, I forget his name. He says there's a, there's a God equation. It's essentially the, the equation that um, is what makes the earth a quantum computer. So through photosynthesis, the earth, you know, the earth is a massive quantum computer based on these people. Oh, so if, if, if you can, if you so can- it's like a hard drive. Though. It's like a hard drive that stores information. So we just, so if you can find out what this God equation is, then you can do, you basically find out anything. He's saying that with this information, you can stop the aging process by looking at the calculation and seeing at what point does the aging process start. Oh. And you could just take that out. Ooh. using this technology so don't give that power to human beings man but that's, that's part of the argument yeah, but yeah with this technology all this talk about religion and god and blah blah, blah it's simple calculation not void, so, so, so they're going to be void and there's, there's versions of it right now the only problem is that it requires so much energy and heat so they're trying to understand how does the earth create so much without releasing all this 
wasted energy. So that's what the God equation apparently might be. Interesting. So I don't I don't think religion's gonna last. Once once that technology becomes readily available. But then what but then there will be a new religion. Probably. There has to be. That Probably. God equation will be the new religion. It'll be Godism. Yeah, it will be at the, it will human, start worship, worship, worshiping idols and computers. Human beings need a lot of human beings need something to believe in. And it's probably good because otherwise, if you don't have anything, it will just be the chaos. Yeah, <laughs> no, and, and that's and that, that's my only argument for why religion is necessary. But essentially, as human civilization transitions, we need new things to hold on to. Like we, sh- we this should be the foundation, and we should be excelling forward. We can't stay in this world of like. Well, religions want to keep you back 1,400 years ago mm. and tell you that the same values of from 1,400 years ago or 3,000 years ago are the values that we should be holding today. It makes no sense. We, we live in 2023 right now. You're telling me that the things that we were doing 3,000 years ago or 1,400 years ago, we should be doing today. That doesn't, to me, that doesn't make any sense. At the very least, we should acknowledge that. Do you know what I mean? We that to me doesn't make any sense. That, that, those were different times. We, yeah. At the very least, acknowledge that. Yeah. Like what we was doing three thousand years ago is not what we're doing today. Like I'm not belling my boy and being like, "Yo, we." T-, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Simple things. I don't understand how a phone works, but I know that it's going to connect. If I took this back three thousand years ago, mm. they'll call me a freaking god. Of I mean, what so five? You five, five get lynched and like to get flat on the. Pit or maybe that they'll call me a witch so, and Tyson come my leg yeah, and drop me in the water. See if I float. Do you know what I mean? Remember, five hundred years ago, it was normal to own a black person as a slave. 500 years ago. You right? grew up raised like that. Yeah, it was normal. Do you know what I'm saying? People say, oh, well, you know, we could apologize. Apologize for what, bro? It was normal to them, right? Yeah, people should apologize for it, but it was normal to them. You couldn't come to them and tell them that this was wrong. This is normality, bro. This is legal. This is what they do. And so we've now in 2023 said, actually, <laughs> let's look back 500 years. That was a bit crazy, guys. You know what I'm saying? That was a little bit mad. Mm. If you can't do that, if you look back 1,400 years and say everything that's from then should be done now, to me, you got something wrong with you. That's what I think you got something wrong with you because that means there's so many things that people did 1,400 years ago and 3,000 years ago that we would look on with disdain right now. And if you can't do that, it shows me that your brain can't move forward. Mm. But yeah, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. That was mad. That was, uh, but yeah, we do have to round up. But no problem, bro. I feel like, yeah, we, we came to, we, we went on a tank. We went on a, we went all over the place, innit? That's why you just enjoy a conversation, innit? Yeah. Just mm. the people just letting the the, the, the the conversation flow and letting our brains do what they're doing. But if you did make it this far, we appreciate you. I've got to give you another thanks for getting this far. Um, but like we said, I did, we didn't do it at the start. And this guy always forgets the intro. This time I forgot to remind him about the intro. But um, if you're here, like, share and subscribe. Obviously, Sarah, tell them what kind of stuff you're doing. Uh, yeah, like, share and subscribe. Go to Sarah Garvey on YouTube. Go to Sarah Garvey on uh, Instagram. All across the social networks. I am shadow banned on a few, so you might have to type the whole name in. S-A space R-A-G-A-R-V-E-Y. On YouTube, it's Sarah Garvey 2012. But yeah, I'm everywhere. Um, I'll be doing a lot coming up i've got some things coming up don't want to really say but um you know my face you'll see it (laughs) that's it skia